I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, my darlings. Welcome to the Anna Man podcast. This is Anna Man, actress, singer, welder. Gotta have a backup. These are my memories. I am Animan. Animan is who I am. I am Animan. That's too high, darling. I did say that. I did say that. Hello, babies. Hello. Hello, baby boys and girls and big boys and girls and... Adults, actually, I'm just talking to adults, aren't I? I hope I'm just talking to adults, because it's really not appropriate for anyone else. And that includes animals. Hello, everyone. Hello. Anna's back. Where have I been? Where have I been? I've been doing some very important work, actually. I've been very busy. Um, Well, I did a jigsaw. I won't lie. It was a big jigsaw, though. Very big jigsaw. Huge. Huge. A hundred pieces. A hundred pieces. It took an age, really, the whole week. I said to Sue Clinch, my best friend, I said, Sue Clinch, I'm having the week off. I'm having the week off because I know my pod people, they rely on me so much. So much, my pod people. I was in a movie once called, um, called Pod People. It was about, it was sort of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know that film. But... Well, it was just Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but they called it Pod People. I'm surprised they didn't get sued, actually. But the idea was there was this farmer who was also a sort of mad scientist. You know, he dabbled between the two. I think perhaps he started in agriculture, but he always had a yearning for science. Or maybe he'd done like an A-level in chemistry and his dad made him be a farmer. And he was like, no, I don't want to be a farmer. Anyway, he specialised in peas. And he had this mad but brilliant idea that rather than just growing crops he could grow pod people people in pods in peas in the peas the peas in the pods you see but they had to be very big pods to hold the people of course so he grew these gigantic pods and they cut them open and and people came out but the people all looked like larry hagman which was strange. And I think that was mainly because Larry Hagman had agreed to do the film. So they had to make a lot of Larry Hagman masks. So you end up with, you know, Larry Hagman from from Dallas. I think it was Dallas. It might have been Dynasty. It might have been EastEnders. I don't know. I don't know. My brain is an absolute sieve. It really is. Because Sue's always poking me with a cocktail stick. It's awful. I'm constantly losing bodily fluids from my brain. Brainy fluids? The point is the brain is shriveled like a nut. It really is. But, what was I saying? Oh, God, yes, so everyone in this town ends up looking like Larry Hagman. And then the hero comes along and he goes, there's something strange about this town. And there's a young woman there, you know, who also looks like Larry Hagman, but she's somehow beautiful. She's sort of blonde and young and thin and with the face of Larry Hagman. 
And this hero who comes to town, he goes, why does everyone look like Larry Hagman? And it was a weird film to do because you had your character. You know, I think I was, uh, I was, I worked in a department store, you know, and I, but I had to wear the mask of Larry Hagman. So it was difficult playing the character of the department store person, also Larry. Anyway, this, this guy goes, hang on a minute. There's something strange going on about in this town. I don't know what you mean, says the young woman. Well, I mean, for a start, everyone looks like Larry Hagman, he says. Anyway, they trace it back to the pod people and this farmer who's been making them in pods. And I think at that point, the film just ends because I think they got to that point where they just couldn't be bothered. A lot of the films I was in, a lot of the films, they were mainly directed by this chap called, um, oh, God, uh, Gerald... Was it, it can't be Gerald Rainbow. Gerald Rainbow? Yes, that was Gerald Rainbow. That was his name. Rainbow Productions, yes, Gerald Rainbow. Because the idea was that every movie he made was a different colour. Or was in a different colour, you see. So, for example, Pod People was all in green because of the, the peas. Which made it a difficult film to watch. Even more difficult. Because you were watching everything through a green filter. It felt like you'd turned into a plant yourself, you know. Awful film, but a lot of the time he'd get to that point and he'd just go, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered to do this film anymore. And then they go, okay, right, cut, print, print, you know, which they didn't have to do by that point, but they still said it, cut, print, and it would go go out to cinemas and no one would put it on, but we'd send it to cinemas and then it would end up on VHS or a cult film, you know, to see if you can find it, pod people. It's probably on eBay. Also, of course, in the end, Larry Hagman wasn't even in it because he got a, another job, which I think was, I mean, it was literally just cleaning out a stable or something, you know, but he was he was pleased to get it. He preferred it to being in pod people. But we had all these masks, so it was a very inexplicable film, very inexplicable, and I'm not sure how I got onto it anyway. Actually, I genuinely, I'm not going to listen back, but I've got no idea how we got onto pod people, but we did. And it's that's done. That's five minutes of yours and my life, which we'll never get back, I suppose, unless you get it back in heaven. I don't, unless heaven, you have to watch pod people over and over. That would be hell. Jesus. I wonder if Larry Hagman's ever seen that film. Anyway, great movie, but don't watch it if you get a chance to watch it then don't so it's been a funny week yes so i've been off i've been off that's it i've been doing the jigsaw i've been doing the jigsaw a hundred pieces a hundred pieces god when i got to like piece 12 fuck is this ever going to end and also it had 12 corners which didn't make any sense anyway sue clinch had given me this jigsaw because as you know i was I'm still a little bit wound up that Joe Biden has yet to thank me for his election victory. I'm not going to go on about it, but we'll talk a bit more about it in a minute. But anyway, Sue said, Oh, look, you've got to stop talking. You've got to stop tweeting fucking Joe Biden. Leave it now. It's done. It's done. He's not going to thank you. He's not going to thank you. I feel more angry and petulant than Donald Trump himself. I kind of want him to win now because I feel that I got that wound up. I think I was having a manic episode. I won't lie. But anyway, eventually, Sue Sue said, Look, she said, you need to focus. She's not well. You need to focus on something. You can't just be 
constantly checking Twitter to see if Joe Biden's tweeted about you. Do this jigsaw. All right, fine, I'll do it. So anyway, 100 pieces took me all fucking week. Eventually, I got, I did, I'm thinking, what is this picture? What is this picture? Fuck, what is it meant to be? It was very hard because none of it seemed to make any sense. It was like the pod people all over again. But it was this kind of strange uh, image of, I don't know, what is this? Is this a sunset? Am I looking into space? Is it a uh, is it in is it a donkey's eye? I don't know. It's something, some sort of image gradually formed by hook or by crook. And finally, I said, "What the fuck is this, Sue?" I'm looking at it, and it's like, honestly, it's like looking at something that should have never existed. Something from a universe that shouldn't or mustn't be the unnameable. Hideous. And not just hideous, but defying comprehension. What is this? This isn't a part of human physics. What am I looking at? What am I... What have you had me create, Sue? And Sue says... Well, it's obvious. I said, it's not obvious. I think we've made it clear it's not obvious. What am I looking at? Well, it's it's my last colonoscopy. What? Yeah, it's from. Do you remember when I swallowed that? Um, do you remember when I swallowed that dog toy? Yes, we all laughed about that for weeks. I said. Well, I, I did a colonoscopy, and uh, uh, just to see where it was, and that—that's the image. I said, "Well, why did you have it put onto a jigsaw, Sue?" She said, "Well, to remember it, you know, to remember it by." Fucking hell, Sue! You've really pushed it this time—a jigsaw of your own colonoscopy. Fascinating. Really was. Really was. And there was a lot of interesting stuff in there. So at this point, I'm just going to mention again my alwaysbecomedy.com show, Anna Man's Manic Mondays. Go on there. Get yourself a ticket. There's a lovely bunch. We chat to each other on Zoom. Um, It's got very filthy. The last time we spoke, I had a week off, as I say, because I was trying to do this fucking jigsaw. But the last time I saw the gang and did a little show for them, it was a lot of fun. And it's been getting very crude and very rude, actually. And I even put a tweet out to say, do we like the smut? Is that all right, the smut? And everyone said, yes, more smut. Apart from Emma Sanders or Saunders, I can't remember her name, who I'd like to point out hasn't been there for a while. I'm very disappointed in you, Emma. Probably she was doing a jigsaw, I don't know. Anyway... Emma said, I prefer it to be a bit surreal rather than smutty. I said, well, it's my life, darling. I can't choose. I can't choose whether it goes surreal or smutty. Arguably, I shouldn't have asked the question in the first place. Anyway, last time we were chatting about space docking. Do you know what that is, space docking? At home, you you think, well, a certain lady on the group called Michelle... Pierce, who shall go unnamed. Fuck. Fuck that up. Anyway, she thought it was something really vile, which I'm not going to repeat here. Don't Google it, because you'll probably find that one, and that is really vile. I thought it was something very simple. The reason I mentioned it, because, of course, a long time ago, I was in a movie called uh, The the, the Space Docking Killer. It was a, a man who, who killed people through space docking. It was a kind of murder mystery crime. It was an Italian film done by, um, I want to say, I want to say Bobby Pasta. It can't be Bobby Pasta, can it? Italian man called Bobby Pasta. You know, I think that's what it was. Space docking. What it, if you don't know, 
it's there's nothing weird about it there's nothing ignore michelle pierce there's nothing gross about it you just freeze a turd and bum yourself with it that's all it is okay so it's nothing we you know it's nothing bizarre it's nothing perverted and in this movie people were being killed in that way and what i said to everyone actually i remember now because it was just on the cusp of the presidential election when we were all very scared about what was going to happen and we're still scared now, more on that later, I said to them, and I say this to you now, my darlings, if you're feeling like awful things are happening, you're having a terrible point in your life, or indeed fascists are trying to take over the most powerful country in the world, no, I'm not talking about Peru, I'm talking about the United States of America, of course, but I love Peru. God, I love Peru. God, I love their cardigans and their finger puppets. And their music, I love a Peruvian bagpipe, which is not smutty, although there is, I think I talked about bagpiping before, which is, of course, you know, sex in the armpit. Let's put it, let's put it simply, a Peruvian bagpiping is sex um, in the armpit, but in the street with four men. Ugh, God, I'm not sure. I think Emma Saunders is right about this, or Saunders, I'm not going to look it up. Yes, so the point is, if you're feeling blue, if you're feeling down, if you feel so depressed or crazy or, God, what's happening to the world? Why have I just done a jigsaw of a colonoscopy? Things are getting really bad. Just think, well, as bad as it could be, at least I'm not being killed by a space docking. Okay? I just want to give you that point. Anyway, I'm Anna Man, actress, singer... And uh, not a space docker. I've never space docked, I'm very pleased to say, and I never will. It is something that weirdos do. Yes, so it's been funny. It's been a funny old week. I have been doing bits and bobs, not just the colonoscopy jigsaw. I've also done quite a few things. Mainly I've been looking on CNN at the continuing crisis in the States with uh, Donald Trump. Oh, won't he? Why won't he just fuck off? Fuck off, Donald Trump. It just won't go, will he? Why won't you fuck off? It's awful. It reminds me a lot, actually, of... Um, it reminds me a lot of my husband. I think it was my... My fifth... Fifth husband. Yes, it was my fifth husband. Yes, Sir Peter Runway, my fifth husband, who 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 got married to me. It wasn't something I was that into... But, you know, I thought, well, all right, fine. I've got nothing to do this week. Immediately, it was awful. He was an absolute pig. A terrible bore. Flatulence was something he couldn't abide, which was is a no-go for me. If you can't stand flatulence, i.e. constant and creative farting, then you're not the man for me. And I did put that in my wedding vows. But still, he appeared to not be listening, because the moment we get in the house, I let a few rip, and he looks absolutely revolted. I said, well, you knew what you were getting into, Sir Peter. I'd worked with him for years. I was his Caliban. And he, the thing was, it was clear it wasn't working. So we got a divorce after four years, much like with Trump. And he, he said, no, no. I said, why not? I said... Well, because I, I want to, I think I've won this marriage and I want to be the, it was exactly the same thing. He says, I want to be the one to deliver the divorce. Because I, be, I said, well, what, what would you, what possible grounds would you have to divorce me, Sir Peter Runway? He said, well, the flatulence. 
I said, that's in the wedding vows for a start. He said, the, the scissors in the bed. I said, that was a couple of times, a couple of times. It was a minor manic episode where I, it's a long story, but I ended up leaving some scissors in his bed, right? And they did, yes, they did a couple of veins, uh, went skedaddle a couple of times and, you know, hospital, blah, blah, blah. It was very touch and go. I only left the scissors in the bed because I was cutting up some pictures of Helen Mirren, all right? Sorry, it's something I do when I'm feeling stressed. But he hung around. He just hung around. And I said, Sir Peter, why won't you fuck off? And I say the same to Donald Trump. Just fuck off. Let us get on with it. Do not realise how sad you look. How utterly sad. Fuck off, Donald Trump. You've had your chance. You fucked it. Now let some other people come in. Joe Biden, who I am furious about for not tweeting, but still, let him have a go. And his lovely VP, who can everyone please start pronouncing her name properly. It's Kamala Harris. Heavy pencil. An actor of my experience, you just get run dry. A podcast sitcom with Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. I played, I played yeah. Edmund Gelder and he played Fanny Snatch. The Observer called it a lovely thing. Wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch. I'm not having any more of this. I need you to pull me off immediately. Heavy pencil from Great Big Owl. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So yes, that's been governing a lot of my day, like, like it, it has for a lot of us. But I have had a bit of work come in. I did a Zoom read-through for a new show. That was exciting. And guess who was in it? Helena Bonham Carter, HBC. She was in the zoo. So in a sense, I've had her in my... She's been in my living room. She's come round. I tried to give her a cup of tea. Again, my understanding of laptops is very bad and I caused a lot of damage. I actually I had to end the Zoom read-through and I had to go and get... I had to get Sue to buy me another laptop. Blah, 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 blah. But the point is that... It was very exciting. And inside her room, oh, my God, her Zoom room was perfection. Yeah, a gothic door in the background, a sort of shaft of light crossing the room and just a general air of sort of dust. You know, that kind of dust, but not the dust that makes you cough, the sort of dust you get in rich houses. Does that make sense? You know, lovely dust, very dust. And she was there and so beautiful. And she said, um, she asked if I was... this social media person if I was handling social media and I said well, well first off I'm not entirely sure what that is but no I'm an actress I'm an actress too 
Helen, uh, like you, she said, oh, God, I'm so sorry. She was very gracious, very gracious. It was wonderful. But the problem was, of course, my Zoom flat, where to do it, where to do it, because this house is just absolutely full of crap. There's all sorts of stuff. There's, there's jigsaws of colonoscopies. There's, there's, um, you know, the, I mean, behind me was the, was the poster from the space talking killer. That's no good. We can't let people see that. So in the end, I had to do the zoom from, well, from, from inside the tumble dryer. It was the only place that looked remotely okay. Everywhere else was full of crap, you see. And then, of course, Mother comes in and switches it on halfway through the Zoom. She knew I was in there. I'm sure she knew I was in there. It's a massive tumble dryer. It's happened before. In fact, once she even led a trail of biscuits into the tumble dryer just so she could spin me. She's constantly trying to kill me. I know she is. I know she is. It's not paranoia when they put you in the tumble dryer and spin it around. But it was very exciting. It really was. I mean, the, the Zoom chat the read-through it's strange doing a, a read-through on zoom but it was very exciting i only had one line which was has anybody seen dennis which sounds like not much of a line but it was actually very important and pivotal to the whole show and i spent all day trying to get it right you know has anybody seen dennis sue do the line with me again do the line with me she was like, all right, come on, let's do it again. I said, OK, right. Have you seen Peter? No, no, Anna, that's wrong. OK, right. Um, have you heard from David? No, 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 Anna, that's not right. For oh, fuck's sake, Sue, will you say it then if you think you're so much better than me? No, Anna, don't get like that. Just say the line. You know what it is. OK, you say it then. Has anybody seen Dennis? She says. Has anybody seen what? Dennis. I can't... Are you saying... What are you saying? Tennis? Dinners. Dinners? Has anybody seen dinners, Sue? That doesn't make any sense. Unless dinners is a person. Has anybody seen dinners? It could be the butler. I don't know. I haven't read the rest of the script. Has anybody seen Dennis? Right. Think Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace? What's that? It's a comic book. Right, you know, Beano, Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. Right, Dennis the Menace. Okay, let's do it. Here we go. All right, here we go. You ready? Who's saying that? She is. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. Has anybody seen Dennis the Menace? No, 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 Anna. No, no, no. Fuck. Well, Sue, you told me that was what the... La no, I said think Dennis the Menace. Well, why would I think Dennis the Menace? It's not Dennis the Menace. It's Dennis. I don't even know if he has a surname. I haven't read the rest of the script. Just look. It's just say Dennis. All right. Okay. Got it. Right. Fine. Okay. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Dennis. No, no. No, I mean, just say Dennis. I, don't, I mean, don't say Dennis the Menace. Right, all right. Think Dennis Thatcher. Dennis Thatcher. Why would I think about Dennis Thatcher? Awful man. Because, to, to make you think of Dennis. Right, okay. Don't say has anyone seen Dennis Thatcher. Right. Don't say has anyone seen Dennis Thatcher. Don't say has it. Do say has any... No, don't say. Don't say. Don't say has anyone seen Dennis Thatcher. Don't say has anyone seen. Right, here we go. Okay. Dennis Thatcher? No, no, that's wrong, is it? Hang on, hang on. So this went... Sorry, that was... Sue. So this went on for a long time. We tried a lot of different Dennises. Dennis Nielsen, uh, Dennis Thatcher, as I say, um, Dennis Quaid. We, we tried that. Has anyone seen Dennis? But I kept saying Dennis Quaid. You get the idea of this whole 
sort of thing. So in the end, what I did was, when it got to my bit, I mouthed it, because they can see my face, obviously, but I got Sue to sit behind the laptop and say the line. Unfortunately, the line I was mouthing was a lot longer. I did a whole a chunk from um, to be or not to be. So I said to be or not to be, that is the question, whether it is noble, but, you know, and by that point, has anyone seen Dennis, was long said. Also, they looked very irritated or just confused as to why I sounded like that. All in all, a real flop, I have to say. A real flop. But still, it's work. It's work, and I got £100 for it. A hundred pounds. Seventeen Mars bars? I don't know. How much are Mars bars? No, that would make them about four pounds each, wouldn't it? I don't know. But that's a hundred quid is a hundred quid, right? After the agent's taken it off, it'll be more like, you know, well, more like a quid. But it's still, it's money. We're working. We're back. It's happening. Up and down week. But I've been doing a lot of, I had a, a, a few days of mania where I was just running around uh, thinking that there was something under the floorboards. Something was trying to get through the floorboards, which it was because I was in the Wendy house and the floorboards were just like a plastic floor and the thing trying to get through was a mole. We'd had, we'd had a few moles in the garden, so I wasn't wrong, but maybe maybe I was being over the top. Plus a lot of tweeting Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And Donald Trump as well. I, it was funny, through the week, I sort of went from going, why don't you just fuck off, to saying, I'm with you, bud. I know how you feel right now. He's not getting back to me either. He's not getting back to me. I feel I feel like I've lost something. But apart from that, I also did a lot of healing. I did a lot of chanting, a few meditations. I listened to a lot of Buck's Fizz, which always makes me feel better. I don't know why, it just gives me that sort of oomph that I need, you know. I did a few birthday messages, which was lovely. I did a lovely one to Jules Quinn, Quinn, or Quinn. You know, you can get a birthday message from me. Just uh, just send an email to colinholtcomedy at gmail.com. It's a sort of nom de plume, which I am currently pluming. colinholtcomedy at gmail.com. You can also book a Christmas party. A few people are booked in now, so book in soon, especially if you're a workplace, because I'll charge you a fortune. But if you're not, I'll charge you, you know, a reasonable price. It's really good fun. Christmas party on Zoom. Honestly, do it. Just do it. Stop thinking about it. Do it. Honestly, the, the slots are going like... Well, there's about three have gone, but, you know, they're, they're, they will soon go. Christmas is coming. Are you ready? I'm not. I've hardly got any presents for anybody, and I never do. I normally get them something in March, because I think that's a nicer time to give presents. But yes, a good time for healing, meditation, and, and thinking about this and that. And I got in touch with a few people, actually. I got in touch. I felt it was time to, to get in touch with a few people. One person I got in touch with was actually my old double act partner. I've talked about him before, Frank Cream, of course, in the double act uh, Man Cream that we were in, Man Cream, or Cream cream of Man, actually, I think we ended up calling because Man Cream just sounds, it sounds like space docking or something, doesn't it? Cream of Man, as in the best 
of humanity, the cream of man, you know. Of course, man being a woman, that was the... It was very clever. The whole thing, you could spend hours, you know, just sitting there thinking about just the title of the double act. And I think that's why a lot of the audience weren't laughing at the sketches, actually, in retrospect. I think it was because they were going, cream of man, God, that's clever. Also like cream of tomato soup, you know. It's really this this layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. I'm still, I'm still pulling away a few layers. I really am. Anyway, I thought I'd just call call up old Frank Cream because I haven't spoken to him for a long time. And during lockdown, you know, it's been very difficult. We've both been struggling, doing birthday messages and so on. It was lovely to chat. Or water under the bridge, you know, or, or water off a sort of water poured off a bridge into a stream. But the, in the stream is a duck. And so the water's pouring from the bridge and it's going onto the duck and then it's sort of flowing back into the stream, you know. So it's... And also water's not really a bad thing anyway, is it? Because we drink it and we wash in it, some of us, Sue, not so much. It's more... Sue was more like kind of, you know, pig's blood. But most of us do wash in water. So all in all, it's all fine, basically. What I'm saying is we're, we're fine, we're fine. But we talked a bit about all this cancellation that's been going on, you know, of, of old tweets. That was it, people who have tweeted things in the past and it gets unearthed and then you get, you know, you get dropped from Disney or whatever. I mean, there's not a lot of chance me getting dropped from Disney, to be honest. I don't think that's going to be happening very soon because I'm not picked up by Disney. We had a sketch. Fuck. And Frank said to me, do you remember that sketch we did? I said, which one? He said, you know, that one. I said, oh, fuck. Oh, God, not that sketch. Yes, that sketch. That sketch, yes. God, that was really bad, wasn't it, Frank? Yes, it was. It was really bad. I mean, it was funny. Oh, God, yes. We can explain why it's funny. We can always explain why something is funny. But with hindsight, you go, ooh, I'm not sure that was okay. Was it okay? I bet it was funny. You know, that's this is the free speech argument that gets us in knots, doesn't it? You know, because if it's funny, it should be all right. And that was the argument that the space docking killer had as to why that movie was okay. Was because it was so... Because it was... Well, it was art. You know, it's free speech. I have the right to do this if I want to. But should you is the big question, isn't it? Should you make a film about someone who kills through the sexual act of space docking? No. No, you shouldn't, is the answer. Not only no, you shouldn't, but you mustn't. You mustn't. Anyway, so Frank was saying about that sketch. I often think about that sketch and I think, oh dear, what if I was going up for an advert and someone found that? And I said, oh, yes, that's a good point, you know, because I might, well, I mean, I'm just doing the Zoom with Helena Bonham Carter. What if she'd seen the sketch? I mean, we don't talk about what the sketch involved, but it's just say it was, I mean, it was very clever. It was very funny, but it should never have been done. And I said, oh, yes. And the funny thing is, you know, I've been thinking for a long time about getting rid of that sketch, but this is the thing with me and Frank, and this is our ultimately why we couldn't go any further was because for some reason I'd put on him the, the persona of a sort of controller, you know, someone who controlled me, someone who oppressed me, someone who was cleverer than me and, and pushed me around, you know. This is what I do to people. I turn them into something they're not, you know. I don't know if you read a book called The Games People Play. I haven't, but someone told me about it. But, you know, we all play these games. Sue loves to play games. You know, hide the Sue, where's Sue, Sue up a tree, is that you, Sue? Games like that. 
that's not the kind of games I mean. I mean more games where, you know, you turn, you meet a person, you turn them into your mother or your father or your dog. Not literally, but as in they become what that relation, you replay that relationship. And I think with Frank, I was replaying that the relationship with my mother, of course, which is very taut and full of criticism and control. Anyway, long story short, I've been thinking for a long time I should, we should get rid of that sketch because it was on the internet, you'll see. This is my point. It was on, someone had fucking filmed the sketch like an idiot. Thought about going on there and getting rid of it. But I, every time I came to do it, I thought, no, I can't because Frank will dissuade me. I'll suggest it to him and he'll make me feel like an idiot. Do you know what I mean? He'll make me feel like a fool. It's free speech. We should be funny. Should we? No. But we can, so we do. We, we did. So, anyway... After that, I get a message from him. Oh, by the way, I did get that sketch taken off because I was doing a NatWest advert and I had to sign a thing to say I'd done nothing offensive in the past. So, sorry. Fuck. I think, fuck. All that time, I'd stressed about it. I'd laid away at night going, oh, God, there's that sketch. Ooh, ooh. And it's not, you know, it's not a criminal sketch. It's not a... But it's just, it's just pushing the envelope too far, even farther than the Theatre of the Dicks ever did, you know. And they really pushed an envelope. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but they literally pushed an envelope. There was one show called Pushing the Envelope where a man just pushed an envelope around a stage very slowly but very deliberately... Brilliant. I mean, that's genius. That is genius. This was, I mean, it was funny, but it was funny. If it's funny, we can do it. Okay, it doesn't matter who's offended. That's what they say. But should you? No. Should you do a film about a space-talking killer? No. Should you do a film about cannibal bagpipers? No, of course not. Peruvian cannibal bagpipers? Definitely not. Although, actually, it's slightly better because they play a kind of, you know, pan-pipe version of the Titanic song. Anyway, long story short, he'd already gotten rid of it. So, hilarious. There you go. Just do these things, darling. If you feel like something's a bit off, a bit wrong, then say something. Speak up. Speak up. Don't turn people into something they're not. You know, Donald Trump isn't Sir Peter Runway. Although, actually, they do look very similar. And I, I remember he went to America and he changed his name. Fuck. Donald Trump is Sir Peter Runway. What a twist for the end of the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Great Big Owl. My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty key ring. Yeah, love Fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.